the book of Revelation. Jesus Christ. The Rock. Stifler. And Wallace Shaw. Have combined forces. To bring you once again. The one. The only. The Bamfcast. One star. We're in. <laughs> right. Yeah. And welcome to the Bamfcast. Episode 5. I like the Chemical Brothers. All right. That was a good pick. Yeah. Well, well done, sir. I thought it fit with the uh, theme of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let forever be. Uh, yes. Chemicals. Yes. yes. For the last two and, a, two and a half hours, we have been letting forever be. Because, that was it? Because uh, we watched Southland Tales. Are you sure it was only two and a half hours? Uh, seemed, that's what they say on the box. I think it was more like 19. Yeah. I've it, learned time travel is possible. Yeah. Because that was like eight hours. Right. Actually, well, it keeps getting longer every time I talk about it. All right. Well, let's we'll say let's there. say let's say yeah, it we'll for a second. It. Anyway, uh, this is Banffcast, uh, the Bad Movie Fiends podcast, episode five. I am Harlo. I am Mackie, and I'm the Bee. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this week we're going to talk uh, Southland Tales, and then uh, when we're done um, ranting and raving about that uh, flick, we're going to talk a little bit about um, movies that other people love, and either we really don't like them or Maybe just don't understand why there's so much love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about right. Yeah, I, but I, first, I, let's talk about Richard Kelly's follow-up to his hit Donnie Darko, uh, Southland Tales, um, uh, that award-winning masterpiece. That uh, I don't know what awards it won. Yeah. Uh, it's already got an award from me. All right. Yeah. You know what award that is? Uh, no. Officially, worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. It just took the crown from Summer of Sam. <laughs> Spike Lee has passed the torch to Richard Kelly. You know what's uh, interesting about that is uh, I, I've espoused my hatred for a couple other movies um, recently, and I would rather sit through those movies back-to-back -back than oh, watch yeah. this one again. Um, Day After Tomorrow and, and Dances with Wolves are well, there, there's stellar one, movies. There's one is with this. wolves was shorter than this one. <laughs> I believe there's there's one good thing I about this is that if you continue to watch this movie, you would never see the day after tomorrow. Literally, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, uh, apparently, we've just jumped right in so, into uh, some some deep seated hatred here right off the bat. I yeah. yes, I harbor. I'm. I really want to hear the IMDb synopsis of this movie because okay. the synopsis is probably like four pages long. Great segue. All I, right. I think we should jump plot, right into the that. The plot, the plot, the plot. The plot, yeah. I'd um, like to know the plot because I still haven't quite figured so it out So would everyone yet. else, including those yeah. who worked on and in this movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, you're right. <laughs> it's the long, plot, isn't it? The plot is very, very, very long. And that's well, a, that, the, synopsis made, the synopsis made me scroll down three pages. Wow. Three pages. That's the synopsis. Three. Um, let me see plot summary. How about... Mm, yeah, okay. That's that's more our style here. Okay, plot okay. summary, please. Yeah. Um, okay, Southland Tales is an ensemble, ensemble piece set in the futuristic mm. landscape of Los Angeles on July 4th, 2008. Mm. Not so futuristic anymore. Well, it was released in 2006. Yeah. So that uh, but was... yeah, apparently in two years, some real crazy shit was going to happen. <laughs> apparently, yes. So, as it stands on the brink of social, economic, and environmental disaster, boxer Santeros is an action star who's stricken with amnesia. His life intertwines with Krista Now, an adult film star developing her own reality television mm. project, and Ro Ronald Tavener, a Hermosa Beach uh, police officer who holds the key to a vast conspiracy. Mm. That's the shortest 
plot summary right. there is. That actually um, kind of kind of wraps the movie up pretty that's well. That's pretty concise. I yeah. wish I had just read that instead of sitting through that <laughs> fucking movie. Thirty-two seconds for the uh, for the synopsis <sighs> and uh, fourteen and a half hours for the movie. So yeah, I mean, um, let's let's address that piece by piece. Obviously, right. the first thing it says this is an ensemble piece because this movie is full of people you recognize. Yeah. Wallace a Sean, lot of people. A lot John of Laraquette. ex-SNL people. Yeah. An ex-Mad um, TV person. Uh, yeah, you've got starring The Rock, um, who I guess isn't The Rock anymore. He's Dwayne uh, Johnson. He's Dwayne Johnson now. He's still The Rock to me. Uh, he will yeah. always be The Rock to He's us. like a rock. <laughs> um, and then you have uh, Sean William Scott. Stifler. Uh, Stifler. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. uh, yep. not to be confused with Christy Swanson. Though they probably should have just gone ahead and thrown her in there. Yeah, that would have been a nice uh, She could have been one of the other porn stars. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, lots and lots and lots. I mean, I'm not going to go through the cast. It would take as long as the movie is. John uh, Justin, Larrakin, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. We had Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. What's her name? Myling. Myling. John Larroquette. Yeah. Mandy Moore. I mean. Really? Yeah. Janine Garofalo in Janine about Garofalo. four seconds yeah. worth and, and of Booger. footage. Don't forget Booger. Oh, yes, Booger from... Curtis Armstrong. Or, or oh, and, and a well-disguised... Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah, that Kevin Smith. Yes. Um, that one surprised yeah. me. I... I yeah, <laughs> that's just, uh, it's just it's just full of people. Yeah, it's full of a lot of people. Yeah, Sherry, oh, Sherry, more SNL people. John Lovett, Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Sherry O'Terry. That's yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, Amy I mean, Poehler I'm, was in it. And Amy Poehler brief, briefly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just chock full of people. <laughs> so, how? so how? um, how, how, yeah, how, how did they, how did they read the script and go, man, yeah, let's. I don't what? know. You know why? I just figured it out. Okay. This Drugs. movie Do was tell. well. This movie was a blatant bash on the Bush era Republican. Uh, not to get too political, yeah. But it was a real, real rip on the um, on kind of the Republican. Well, yeah, and all the evil machine. characters were described as Republican senator from here, you right? Know. All mm-hmm. the evil characters, and so you have all you know all Hollywood people who want yeah. to you know, throw dirt in the Bush administration's I, I'm face. I'm guessing that's I think how that's, it was sold to them. I think but I mean, had to have been. in the end, that's really, it. was it? I mean, because both sides were pretty fucking retarded. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, well, by the yeah. movie, by the time of the course. movie's over, all the, 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 the radical uh, Marxist, neo-Marxists that they call mm-hmm. them, are pretty much just as conniving and evil and right. retarded as And they as kill the a lot side. of people. Yeah. For we're, no not, we're not going to lie. Right. A yeah. lot of motherfuckers <laughs> died in this movie. motherfuckers had to die. But I think that may have been how it was sold to them. That's probably how, yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, obviously that's you see people like Janine Garofalo and that says, oh, well, yeah, she'll be part of anything that bashes. Because, well, I mean, when you look at it, it's basically that, a, a religious story. Yeah, well, I guess. So, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's just crap. It's crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just garbage. The thing is, it's it's what happens when you do too many drugs and you watch David Lynch films while you're doing them. Okay. And then think that you can do them too. All but right. the problem is you wrote the script while you were high. I don't do drugs, but I've known enough people that have. And um, apparently when you get high, you get really pretentious and deep and think that you're really smart and that you're saying something no one has ever heard before. I don't know what drugs those are because usually you just end up on the couch watching Three Stooges reruns. No, trust me. (laughs) I've known enough people that – and, uh, you know, if if you get them a talker, they'll spout out all the sort of crap that is in Southland Tales – as you sit there watching it, and I they suppose, go, yeah. they go like, "Hey, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we started the movie on chapter four, and then showed <laughs> chapter titles in the middle and stuff?" Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, like, we had Justin Timberlake reading from the Bible, and he was like, like, just the narrator and stuff, <laughs> man. That'd be that would be amazing. That would blow fucking minds, man. It would have would have Wallace Shawn was the big bad guy of the movie. <laughs> oh man, and he we was put so him in great like ladies makeup, dude. Dude, uh, hey, hey, write, hey, write hey, this you know shit what else? down, dude. You know what else we should do? We should have, like, Bai Ling playing his girlfriend. That'd be high. Yeah. yeah. And she'll, amazing. like, keep stroking his hair all the time whenever she gets near him. <laughs> yeah, let's, and, like, that would be a social... Face. Can we stop and talk about that entourage for just a that second? That would be a social commentary. Wallace Shawn's entourage is him, obviously. Yeah. You've got Booger. Yeah. You've got Bai Ling. And you've got the the short lady from Poltergeist, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, some a B. Arthur look. Yeah, I, I thought it was B. Yeah. Arthur at first, but it's not. I I don't know. No, I, I don't recognize her, her, but her I could not tell you where from. Yeah. but it's just this older woman. Nightmares. I also like that all the evil Republican characters have thick Southern accents. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much Texas accents. You might as well yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I, I I well, that's because they're from Abilene, where the first nuclear explosion went off. Mm-hmm. I said that just for you. Which which starts the well? Movie. You sounded right, didn't you? I, I said <laughs> no. I said nuclear. Oh, okay. Well, now I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I I mean I I don't even know where to start with this movie yeah. because it's so random. They didn't know where to start with this movie. Either. It's so they random. Started with chapter it doesn't four. make sense. It gets into this weird ass sci fi mm-hmm. whole you know book of Revelation second coming stuff and I don't know. It's like. It's it's like it's it plays out like a David Lynch movie, except if it was made by a film student who didn't know what they were doing, but was somehow given like thirty fucking million dollars to do it. Some of the effects were really really cool. Yeah, that's about it. I, I it's like a big budget student film with all the amateurish mistakes that come with it, and I mean I guess people like Donnie Darko enough to give him enough money to, to do throw it. Millions and millions of dollars. Either that, or he him. gives like fantastic blowjobs. I don't know. I mean, I don't get it. I'm gonna go I, with I, a honestly. And B. I'm, I think I'm the only one here who has not seen Donnie Darko. Right? You guys correct. have both seen it. Yes. Well, I guess after this, I will remain the only one who has not seen Donnie well, Darko. What, what I'm really, and the, the one thing I'm really curious, and I mean, this would definitely be punishing myself. I won't do this right away, but I'm really curious now to see the director's cut of Donnie Darko because, like, I've seen the regular one, and mm-hmm. people that even even people that like that one hate the director's cut and i'm wondering if somebody came because behind him and and made donnie darko somehow work like he maybe he shot six hours and they said wait 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 this well, is an hour and a half movie here you go it kind of yeah. makes sense editors. Well, yeah this film feels like yeah. it didn't have an editor yeah, yeah. like I, I like he just said this would be cool we're putting it in yeah i'm just i'm just i'm curious if that you know the director's cut of donnie darko plays out more like this where it's just what the fuck is going on yeah it's just well even random. more what the fuck yeah. is going on <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's that's probably accurate well, yeah. I, and I, I guess I'm going to go out on a limb and be the one person who doesn't absolutely hate this movie, Southland Tales. I mean, I, and I, everything in my fiber of my being says I'm supposed to, but there's just there's some. I, maybe it's just the atrocity of it. Maybe it's like the showgirls' axe well, that it's it's just a train wreck that it's fun to watch because it's such a train. Well, wreck. Well, honestly, it's it's one of those things where <sighs> it hurt my head a little bit this time. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the thing about it is you know that he's trying so hard. Yeah. Like like you know he. But his reach has exceeded his grasp. Yeah, pretty much is he. He wants to make this big ensemble, huge, you know, big meaningful movie, and he's, you know, from what I saw on screen, good. he doesn't have the talent to do it. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, other. I mean, other than the story, 
I would say it was actually pretty well filmed. I mean, it gets a little. Well, yeah. it gets a little. Yeah. I mean, people do some goofy things that I think under a more accomplished director, they say, "What are you doing? Don't make yeah. it look so stupid." But I mean, like The Rock, whenever he yeah. gets nervous doing the Mister Burns finger <laughs> the tap. taps, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, cinematography wise, and, and I mean the the set design is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's the thing is it, you know, that you can tell it's got a budget behind yeah. it and it's got people with talent, but it's. I but mean, the, on a script the direction level, is, it's a complete yeah. mess. Yeah, it was also written by Richard Kelly, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he both wrote and directed it. Okay, yeah. And that's where he, that's those are the two really <sighs> big failing points for that movie is the the script and the it, direction. If, if I am to be is to be believe this movie was made for seventeen million. Wow, uh, I that that's kind of shocking, actually. I mean, because that. You know, with that many stars, I mean, just paying... I mean, they must have had to work mm. for scale or something. Yeah, I, that has to be it. But, I mean, that, those set pieces were pretty impressive for yeah. a $17 million movie. I mean, well, I, I, that sounds like a lot of money, but when I mean, you think, you know, all the things that most... Yeah. Well, Christopher cost. Lambert doesn't work for much these days. <laughs> right, I, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Is, to get Christopher I Lambert. will work for only one dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I was going to say, is these... Um, with the exception of Sean William Scott and The Rock, who don't... I mean, The Rock, yeah... Kind of probably a little bit expensive. Sean William oh. Scott, not so much. Sarah Michelle Geller, yeah. Also. Eh. But they're not really they're not big big dollars. Really. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. like you had Angelina Jolie or um, or Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, right? <laughs> he would have fit. He, he would have fit right in. Uh, he could have done the crazy eyes probably better than The Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have no doubt. Well, the Rock does pretty good crazy yeah. eyes, but uh, yeah, the nervous twitch was a bit much. Yeah. There's there's definitely some car- way too, over too cartoony things in this movie mm. that that I mean other than like I said the story it would be a well filmed movie I think I mean decent special effects for a, obviously for a seventeen million dollar movie I yeah think. that um, uh, that mega zeppelin looked pretty damn good for seventeen mil yeah. yeah so yeah I that's I <laughs> I don't you couldn't know. build one for I can't explain this movie I can't defend it in any way shape or form but yeah I just I don't absolutely hate it I can. I can point to plenty of movies I hate more than this. I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah. Maybe it's just too fresh in my mind. Nah, I guess. But I mean, I really. I'm very interested. I'm very interested to find these graphic novels now. Though. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. We looked it up on IMDb, phase, and apparently, you know, it starts with chapter four, Roman numeral four, mm-hmm. because the first three are graphic novels mm-hmm. that were put out beforehand as prequels. They were not made before the movie. But they were made to coincide with the movie, I guess. Yeah. This was how it was described on IMDb. Okay. And you know what? It might make more sense, but I don't think so. This might make a little, make it make a little bit more sense, or at least help you get into his mindset. Mm-hmm. Under the trivia section, uh, Richard Kelly said that the film was going to be a strange hybrid of the sensibilities of Andy Warhol and Philip K. Dick. And I think on that level, he's succeeded. Well, I hate Andy Warhol, too. So. Okay. Yeah. He, mission accomplished once again. Hang a banner, Rich. Good job. <laughs> put yeah. on your flight suit. Let's do yeah. it. You hate Bush enough, you can put on a flight suit just like he did. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm having trouble finding things to say. And, and I right. noticed, you know, the other movies that we've watched, we've kind of just ripped into and, you know, made jokes the whole time. And it was almost silent in the theater. Yeah, it was like just dead silence <laughs> for us because there was just. I just saw you throw up your hands a lot. Yeah. <sighs> and, just because. Um, oh, things were so. One stupid. more piece from the trivia, just because it's fun, because we just had this conversation. Okay. This was the first film that Dwayne Johnson stopped using The Rock. Okay. Yeah, well. Yeah, so. He should go back to The Rock. <laughs> yeah. I would prefer The Rock. Fans but. of the Banffcast will, uh, <laughs> will know that uh, normally I have a, a notebook with me when we're watching the films. Yeah. And I keep 
copious notes. Mm-hmm. Um, my notebook was my notebook was blank this time. I I had I had nothing. I, I could not. That's, that's well, very poetic. I, I figured of you. your notebook would be either blank or it would have like sixteen six pages. pages worth of notes because I well it just jumps around so much that I couldn't I couldn't put yeah. my finger on something to write down. It just it wouldn't mm-hmm. stop shitting all over the film. Well, yeah. Screen. Well, the beginning is you're just you're bombarded with so much stuff. I mean, the for, the opening scene has the it's a home video that someone's taken, and then it's as a nuclear explosion hits uh, hits somewhere in Abilene, Texas. Abilene, is that what they said? Right. Yeah. And so, and that part was actually pretty effective. You know, I thought yeah, that I worked that. really well. Like and then it goes into this. You know, apparently in two years' time, mm-hmm. newscasts have turned into you know fifty things on screen and sponsored by Hustler and Panasonic, yeah. Hustler, and Bud Light. Bud yeah. Light, yeah. And and that part, I mean, you said it, and I was thinking it that it looked like a cutscene from a video game. Yeah, it did on screen. Yeah, or Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah, it was One very Starship. Do you want to know more? Do you want to know more? And it's it's you Service just you get bombarded. You kind of and it really does feel like you're dropped in in the middle of the story, mm-hmm. and you don't get any of the information that you need until the biggest ex you know expository scene near the end. Right. Which by then I had so much earlier quit caring yeah did you take a did you take a nap during that mackie no i did i stayed awake throughout the film that's because i was loaded up on rockstar and monster for the second half so gotcha i had energy drinks in me that kept me going okay good for you (laughs) i'm proud of you because at one point it looked like you were you were napping and i was like ah smart man well you're just used to me jabbering through the movie making fun of stuff and, right. and trying to crack jokes and i just couldn't find any in this one wow just like right now there's jokes i want to make about this movie and i can't yeah. i can't even find any because I, I want to make jokes i, I know there's there like there's like make. nothing to grab onto except just how awful it was for me yeah I, i'm i'm sorry i keep reading the trivia here and i guess maybe <laughs> if i paid more attention to movies that were utterly forgettable i might have caught this but um uh you know dwayne johnson the rocks uh characters uh uh, boxer, uh, Sant- whatever. But you know his his what was it? Santiago. Santaros, Santaros, yeah, yeah. Boxer yeah, Santaros. Sorry. But you know his uh, character in his screenplay, Jericho Kane. Um, mm-hmm. It was right. actually the name of Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in End of Days. So yeah, uh, it's, it's like nothing ooh, like giving a deep. shout out to a, a really pretty mediocre yeah, that's movie. So yeah, that's just like that's using mad Jane's addiction three that's days. Mad deep. Yeah. And wave of wave of mutilation from the Pixies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah all, so all three of the all deep. three of the um, chapters were from songs. Yeah, Temptation Waits was a garbage song. Mm-hmm. Memory Gospel, song by Moby, and Wave of Mutilation. Yeah. By the Pixies. And you said Moby did the soundtrack. Yeah, apparently, I guess Richard Kelly offered a blowjob. Probably one of Richard Kelly's epic blowjobs. Yeah, so apparently, you know, Donnie Darko got Moby on board because he liked it and. He said, I'll, I'll do it because I like Donnie Darko and I guess didn't know what he was getting into. Whoops. I, it just sounds Whoops. like Donnie Darko dun, dun, garnered dun, a lot dun, of goodwill dun. with people. Yeah, it must have. I mean, maybe maybe I'll watch it, but not the director's cut if no. that one ends up like this. But I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, I don't a know. Neat fil- it's a neat film and there's a lot of, there are a lot of quotables. Um, <laughs> it's very strange. Well, it can't be stranger than this. No, no, by no means. I think and it it's can't about be four near, hours It can't be nearly strange. as pretentious as this one was. Because that, no. that, I think that's what would really struck me was how overwhelmingly pretentious the whole thing was. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I maybe that get, maybe that's why I shut can, off so can, early. Can on. we get Richard Kelly on the line to find out if he was intending to make it this pretentious? <laughs> oh, he can wouldn't we, answer our calls. Can we get our secretary to work? Well, on Well, Richard that Kelly, a little bit harder. Yeah. He already hates me. 
<laughs> I've, I've already implied like, that he's like, given blowjobs yeah. to everyone in Hollywood. In he, order he, to actually his doesn't, career, so. he doesn't own yeah. a phone. Um, he figures, you know, if people want to reach him, they have to find him. It just goes along with his pretentious nature. Right. Yeah. If they think hard enough. He, he, he has outgoing only on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently, um, you know, we, we mentioned, I think, that Janine Graffalo was briefly in this movie. So, yeah, mm-hmm. in, the, in the whatever you want to call it, the director's cut or whatever, yeah, she did have a larger part. Apparently, she played some general. I'm, I'm going to assume in footage. Uh, she was wearing a general's outfit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume very that. very end. Yeah, I'm going to assume she, you know, there was more scenes in uh, Iraq. I would guess that, like that. that Justin Timberlake had more scenes, too. Probably, I guess. I don't know. That music video scene was pretty awesome. <laughs> I actually did like that because it was... That was actually kind of... What was the song from that? Uh, it was The Killers, All These Things That I've Done. Okay, okay. The Killers. i got to remember that. I got it was, sold, like a, it was, like, it was sold, a slightly different version of it, though. I got sold, but I'm not a soldier. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Huge FAQ section. Yeah, that, because that, that you FAQ fucking need was it. by far the longest FAQ yeah. section I've ever seen on it. And I do like the, what was the one question? Is it just me or does this movie not make sense? Yeah. And then the the first line of the answer is, no, it's not just you. No, it's not just you. Yeah, I think uh, this seems like one of those movies where he came up with character names and then worked backwards. Because like everybody kind of had... Yeah, kind of like, like cool 10,000 BC, yeah, working like, the title. Yeah, and then going he kind of had like a, a cool, like cool names for a lot of people. I mean, I mean, you know, I yeah. guess it would have been cooler if I, you know, the Jericho Cane. I thought that was a kind of cool name, but now that I know where it's from. It's like stole fuck it. that, yeah. <laughs> rip off, yeah. Much well, like, I, much like the entirety of this movie, that was a rip yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, this is another thing, you know, when you go to, uh, you know, movie references, you know, the connections, like mm-hmm. references that he made. Right. It's just like really. Well, <laughs> to me, those are those are ones actually that uh, that he sent in to IMDb. Just to make sure that they knew <laughs> he was sure referencing they got it. it. Yes. Um, I'm referencing this movie. Yeah. And when the, when the Zeppelin lifts off, I'm referencing this movie. And email. Good. Yeah. You know, it, it, this just kind of, when I think about it, it reminds me of what you said about anime. Okay. Uh, you know, a podcast or two back mm-hmm. where it's, you know, everyone's like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's just the way the story's told. And so now, now, you're, now you're going to throw that back in my face because I say I kind of don't hate this movie. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. All right, that's fine. But but to Eat me, it, it, to me, it felt like all the anime I've tried to watch okay. has where it's hey, all right. That, that's actually a good. That's a good analogy because it, it's like I like the movie Akira, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go on record saying it makes any fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah. But I like it. It's, and, and it's it's pretty, and I mean it's it's awesome animation, which is kind of like this. It's pretty story. Pretty much sucks. Yeah, I mean, there are parts in this movie that would probably be cool, you know, like yeah. that, like the music video. But it's one of those where the sum of the parts is so much less than the individual parts <laughs> sure. that are good. Yeah, because they're dragged down so incredibly by just random I mean, stupid shit. Well, come on, can we can we please point out? I, I think the funniest, most probably most quotable line from the movie: "I am a pimp. Pimps do not commit suicide." Thank you. I didn't yeah, have to. I, I didn't even have to prompt you for that. <laughs> I've been yeah. waiting. We're yeah. waiting for the and the, where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, what? Who? What? Where did anything in this movie come from? And that's the other thing is that's like near the end, and that's mm-hmm. like the main, the the big line at the end. You know, the big. Oh, this is what maybe it's all pimp about. is equal to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sure, I, I don't know, but Jesus was a pimp. The thing was, is they were so, like everyone was so serious and pretentious throughout the entire movie, and then and, and the then way they line. and the way they deliver that line, the two times they say it are just mm-hmm. like. This is important. Yeah, this, this is the most important something. thing you will hear yeah. <laughs> in this movie right possibly, now. Possibly ever for the rest yeah. of your life. Don't forget this line. Yeah. 
I am a pimp. Maybe that's that's probably another one. He he wrote that and worked backwards. Right. I, I that's probably so. what he wrote the entire movie around. Yeah. I think so. But yeah. I I mean, but the oh, thing is, is you know, when they're explaining all the time travel stuff that was in in Boxer's screenplay that he wrote and all this just mm-hmm. weird like oh it broke the fourth dimension you know it's like yeah everyone should, reading this I wonder we go ahead and spoil it so that nobody will be tempted to watch this well we've already well, I, I mean I, I got a, a, a I don't even question. know what you can spoil well I just mean the the, the <laughs> ultimate the ultimate uh, I guess if there's a main plot line what it is or our yeah. best estimation is, is that, that the rock's running around he wakes up he's has no memory of what's been going on and neither do we because we have no idea mm-hmm. what's going on throughout the whole movie. Uh, he's apparently run off from his, uh, uh, his wife, who's Mandy Moore. She's the daughter of, um, of a senator. Sen- yeah, I believe senator, it's a senator that's running, running for president. Sen- yeah, for president. Um, and, uh, you know, so he's run off and he hooks up with, uh, Buffy, who's a porn star and, uh, they write the screenplay together. That's, uh, prophetic about the future coming to mm-hmm. an end and something about Is that the, after he disappears. Yes. That he writes a yeah, screenplay? Yeah. Okay. Yes. He, he basically comes back from the desert. And anyway, it turns out at the very end that this evil plot of scientists led by Wallace Shawn uh, were... Inconceivable! C- ...discovered some sort of a rift in the in the time-space continuum uh, that they tried to send monkeys through. That didn't work because their brains can't handle it, so they sent... It has to be... They sent the next logical choice. Well, doesn't he like describe it as monkeys don't have the soul? Yeah, they don't, have, they don't right. have a soul. Uh, They they got soul, but they're not a soldier. Uh, Apparently, apparently when the monkeys didn't work, they went to their next logical choice, an action star with with political connections. Right. Because, you know, that's that's the scientific method. Which is what we learn in the big exposition Mm -hmm. scene near the end. Yes. Um, So, yeah, they send him through this uh, rip in the fourth dimension, and out come two of him. Mm-hmm. One, one, one comes out earlier. Yeah, one well, comes yeah. out before he goes well, in. Yeah, the whole, Ooh, yeah, yeah, and the whole Back to the Future. You know, and he went with with Stifler, because mm-hmm. um, I guess Stifler was the one who had to <laughs> escort him through. Yeah. I, I don't know for sure, but I will say one thing: Stifler's mom was has hot. got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, Sean Sean Williams. Yeah, so he, they, uh, yeah, they both go through. Um, they both get duplicates. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rock's duplicate was killed by the the massive conspiracy people mm-hmm. um kept in a box and uh and the two sean william scotts are both running around simultaneously it's my and they the think box. they think that they're twins yeah. well every i don't know that's the that's the story somebody cooked up that they're twins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and yeah when he starts to kind of realize what's going on he thinks he has to find his brother and of course when they meet each other and touch they, uh, Something happens. Yeah. They start floating. Well, it's you know they cross the street <laughs> in an ice cream truck <laughs> with a they're guy on top with a rocket launcher yeah which yes, was, I just said that sentence. Mm-hmm. They start floating in an ice cream truck with mm-hmm. a guy on top with a rocket launcher. Well, yeah, it should be noted that the ice cream truck was full of guns and driven by the Highlander. Yes. Right. You know this movie true. sounds so much better when you start to describe it like that? <laughs> I just, I'm, but I'm, trust us. Trust that's us. the thing. It's I'm hearing myself speak and saying these words yeah. and going, really? That yeah. was in the movie? I mean, if somebody told me that, like, that's only that. Like, Imagine well, the Highlander honestly, driving an ice cream truck around full of guns. I would I, have said, I'm on board with that. If we were high right now, we'd be like, you know what would be awesome? Yeah. <laughs> If hey, they were floating in an ice cream truck. truck and a dude with a rocket launcher's on top. Yeah. And he shoots at the Zeppelin that the rock is. I in. think that was a scene that in a twisted metal game. <laughs> it might have been. Anyway, yeah. But so that's that's the kind of that's, stuff that's in here where yeah, that's the basic plot of the movie is that it's all about the um the rift in the space time continuum and, and the forces trying to Honestly, I'm sure together. all of it means something to Richard Kelly. Sure. But 
it's told in such a way that he makes it overly difficult to connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it makes it not fun to watch. Well, you know, the because it's just fatiguing. The initials for the movie are ST. They should have thrown a H I in the middle. (laughs) I would, (laughs) I will start doing that now. It's all right. I, I, I didn't like this movie. Yeah, I can tell. I'm just going <laughs> to go, go on record. record. All right. Go on record. Sorry, Richard Kelly. Yeah. You lost me, buddy. Yeah. You never had me, this is the, but this, you officially lost This is me. one of my predicted outcomes for this movie, and this is kind of why I wanted you to watch Donnie Darko first. Because you knew that pretty much I have sworn off Donnie Darko now because of yeah. this movie. Yeah, I knew. I mean, it's a, it was a, you know, I did all my scientific uh, research beforehand, and well, that was a path I drew. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to go in not comparing it to anything else mm-hmm. because that's that's kind of what i tend to do is if i've seen another movie by someone else mm-hmm. I, it always follows that i'll say well you know this was good but he didn't do it as well as he did in this you know that sort of thing so i wanted to go in clean so to speak yeah and yeah i guess that was the the risk you run is if yeah. you make a movie this bad you've killed all other movies that you might make yeah you know, i left you any off the chance hook. of me ever seeing them again i left you off the hook because of uh you know, just my scientific desire to see what the, your thought on this was without any prior. So was movie. was your prediction correct that I would? Yeah, pretty hate much. It yeah, with every fiber of my being. Yeah, but, but you're mean, so full of hate anyway, Matt. I did. I didn't. I, I I did not call that it would jump to the top of your worst ever list. I mean, I mean, it's, like again, you might be saying this because it's fresh. It's very fresh. It's yeah. a fresh wound. Yeah. It's, it's still w- bleeding right now, <laughs> but it's it's up there. Is it's it bleeding way, in a Jesus Christ there. face pattern on your on the back of your shirt? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like The Rock. Yeah. Or Dwayne. Sorry. <sighs> Dwayne. Yes, Dwayne. So, BJ, yeah. having seen Donnie Darko, still on the same page? I mean, of course. Uh, Donnie movie. Darko certainly doesn't redeem him from this movie in any way, shape, or form. I think um, I think really what it does is reinforce the the importance of an editor in your films. Yes. Having mm-hmm. somebody to cut shit and drop it on the floor. Yeah. Um, what you said about the director's cut of Donnie Darko is that it's a total shambles. And I think this is what happens when you give someone like Richard Kelly too much control over a movie. Yeah. It turns mm-hmm. into a giant shit fest. Yeah. I think most movies, uh, the director's cuts usually never better. I mean, I, I think it's I go very on. rare. I think I mean, aliens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aliens. Better. Aliens. The abyss yeah. is better. I I've guess apparently you have to be James Cameron. Yeah, I've never seen right. uh, the abyss director's <laughs> cut, but yes, aliens is one of the few that is definitely a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I wouldn't say necessarily director's cut because some things they call director's cuts are just because they won't show things in America like Leon, the professional. Yes. That's, you know, that's not a by choice director thing. You know, obviously mm-hmm. better the, the, the way he wanted it to be shown. But yeah, I mean. And there's some that are just, hey, we've got some footage. We're going to yeah. edit it in. And it's not really a director's cut. It's, yeah. Somebody, but they call it that so they can sell another. <laughs> yeah, they so can they double, double dip the double DVD. Dip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you know, you really have to like like a movie already, I think, to except a director's cut. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't Have you ever tried to watch the apocalypse now? Redo redux. Yeah. You know, I, I got it for Christmas a few years ago yeah. and I just haven't been able to bring myself to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's a bit too much. I mean, I, I love apocalypse now mm-hmm. and I couldn't make it through the redo. Yeah. Well, apocalypse now is one of those movies that it's fine the way it is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's good, but it's not a movie that you're going to, you know, you really have to be in a specific mood yeah. or at least if I have to be in a very specific mood, if I'm going to watch that, yeah, and it's that, kind of like, that's one of those. More of that is it, a bit yeah. rough yeah. for me. You know, yeah. I can acknowledge that it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting things that they add back because it, you know, 
it is based mm-hmm. on um, you know, Hearts of Darkness. So you get some more of that story thrown in, but some of it's just really unnecessary. Yeah. You know, sort of like this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. But really, it's you know that's one of the first things that everyone says they learn in film school is you know you have to be ready to cut your favorite scene. Sure. That's 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 right. you know the the cliche thing that you always hear, and apparently he didn't learn that lesson when making this movie <laughs> unless his favorite scene is in the director's cut who knows but his favorite maybe. it's probably like a four-hour tracking shot <laughs> yeah well i had to hey, call look, that guys i can do a tracking you know, yeah yeah good call near the end when they do the this is my i can do a tracking shot i was i was in a coma so <laughs> i didn't i didn't notice it yeah that's that's i'm looking at donnie darko now and um got two editors i'm See? now going to compare with Southland Tales, <laughs> because they I'm going to I'm gonna say I'm going to I'm going to guess I'm that it go says three. Southland Tales uh, edited by Richard Kelly. That's just that's just my guess without having looked. Oh no, one guy, Sam Bauer. See, damn you, Sam Bauer. Um, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. click his name and let's see what else he's edited. Oh, okay. I- I'm really curious about this. Uh, apparently, well, he was one of the guys on Donnie Darko, but I'm guessing the other guys made all the good decisions. Who knows? <laughs> um, absolutely nothing else. Nothing I've ever even heard really? of. Yeah, I mean, he said he's set to work for on Richard Kelly's next movie, The Box. So, in other words, he's What's buddies. In the box. With, he's buddies with Richard Kelly. What's in the fucking box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently a bad movie waiting to happen. So, probably what happened is the the higher ups had that that first guy, whatever his name was, um, fired him, hired the other editor to cut all the bad shit, and David Kelly or Richard Kelly somebody um, was like. Uh, you know what? I liked his cut of the movie. I'm going to bring him on for this. Who was this film financed by? Idiots. <laughs> Other than that, but well, I mean, what you mean like the four uh, studios? Yeah, there were four companies. Was that was there a big major studio, or was this no. kind of like, considered oh. an independent film? Um, you're going to make me jump around on this huge page. That's the other thing. A Sorry, huge list of stuff. I, I, I honestly don't know how you can have this many people work on a movie for seventeen million dollars. I don't. I, know. I mean. Ginormous cast. We didn't. We didn't even sit through the cast. Well, I mean, really, this <laughs> we saw the end. Click done. Thank over God. Over. Yeah. Th- this guy must have like the best networking skills of anyone ever. Amazing. Uh, yeah, there's like jobs, there's like probably a, yeah, well. a dozen producers listed on here. Jesus. Uh, well, there was only one listed on the. Well, okay. When the credits. Came well, let's out, let's but. let's assume that executive producer are the people with the money, uh-huh. which is usually then there are. But I mean, was there a big studio? Because I I I'm not re- even, honestly don't recall from the very I'm not, beginning I'm of the not film. Here. Yeah, <laughs> no no studios were involved in the making of it. I'm sure it was distributed by, and I'm looking. But well, distributed is is a lot different than. Yeah, I mean, so many pictures. Yeah, they put it out there. Okay. So, also actually. Samuel Goldwyn put it out theatrically. Oh, that's right. That's and, right. And Sony Pictures DVD. So one of those mm. weird things. Well, didn't um, Sony bought MGM? Well, Sam, Sam. Well, I guess that's the same thing. Yeah. MGM, Samuel Goldwyn. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure that was a subsidiary. Yeah. Wow, this is boring conversation. <laughs> God help us. Inside baseball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I wanted. There's stuff. <laughs> This movie, this oh god, this movie has just like <laughs> fried my brain so much that I can't. It's like there's more I want to say, but I just don't even know. I don't. I don't what else to say without repeating myself? I almost don't that, care. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I just want to get over it now. Okay, I want to yeah. move on. Well, let's do that. Please. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, Can we right. burn that DVD in effigy? Uh, I, no, Netflix will charge me, and that would be worse. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need to we need to make a DVD yeah. with it. I, I'm going to go on record because I don't really FG. care. I because. I, 
you know, somebody that actually might care might hear this and they can come after me and then I can ask them directly to their face what the mm-hmm. fuck. But the first time I saw this, I, I downloaded it because I had no interest in devoting any money or time or anything mm-hmm. to this. Well, we've, so we've what we could do, what we, twice the time. What we, yeah, what we could do is burn that to a disc and then burn that if that'll make <laughs> you feel better. That might, that might, might help. Okay. Now, now, you've seen it twice. Yes. Did anything yes. make any more go ahead, sense? Go ahead and ask me the question you like to ask me. Why do I hate myself yeah, so much? I mean, first, well, we know yeah. you hate yourself. <laughs> we already know this. Okay. We didn't know but, until this movie that you hated us, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is proof. Uh, but, I mean, did, honestly, lies. did it make more sense the second time around? A little. There, A little. Well, I wouldn't say it makes more sense. There are things I noticed. Like, I think you were asking about the little colored balls that people were mm-hmm. holding. Yeah, the old lady, the little midget lady holds a the blue only one, thing and I he can, gets a red one near the end. The only thing I can do anything think, with that. Yeah, they did. And have, doesn't Sean William Scott have one, they too? They did. I'm going to point it out. Okay. If you watch the whole, like, you know, Starship Troopers uh, TV thing, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the terror code down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It moves along the terror code, the balls that appear oh. all the way up to red. I noticed that. So that's what that was? That's what that was. Terror alerts? That was the terror alert code making a quick little appearance because it started with blue, which is nothing, all the way up to the red at the end. See, this is the... Yeah, I noticed it. I'm sorry. This is, but, Hi, but, my name is Richard Kelly. I'm a pretentious jerk, and I'm yeah, going to see, you that, that's, that's a prime example of just I like, know, you know what? I know. I know that you want that to mean something, but it ends up just becoming <laughs> something to, different. How many people to are going to watch this movie more than once like me to right. notice that? Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to give something for people to grab onto, you know, yeah. for it to mean something. Mm-hmm. And those are just random things. I, I, know. I was interested because I saw, you know, the come to the light, Carolyn woman <laughs> holding it. I was like, that's interesting. I wonder what they'll do with those. Are those, you know, global thermonuclear devices? Or And it, it never really pans out. Yeah. Much like, uh, what was that other movie that we watched where nothing panned out? Uh, All of them? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Wicker Man had plenty of plot <laughs> yeah. threads that it dropped. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know if they dropped them. Hey, as... Ricky O was solid in its plot. That's correct. <laughs> it, it Ricky was, O it was, was a fucking masterpiece. It honestly, Ricky O has been the best movie yeah. we've seen That's so really far. Sad. That is really sad. Probably the cheapest movie. Well, I don't know. Yeah. and I I'm going to go on for record. Yes, yeah, that was the cheapest movie. I have gone back and watched some more of Ricky O yeah. on Google Video. <laughs> yeah. That, that has got to be the cheapest movie we've watched. Oh. Because... Even the Fantastic Four had almost $2 million. So. Uh-huh. Right. But that's the thing is, it's so much more entertaining. Ricky O? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Yeah. I know. I know this. All right. And this uh, movie yeah. didn't, didn't even, like, it, for me, it didn't even fall into doomsday quality for me. Uh, it, okay. Doomsday was, have you seen it yet? No, Mackie. I haven't But that guy it. was in it. Mohawk dude. I, I thought I yes. recognized the guy. That was the same guy. Yes, awesome. Same guy. Um. Yeah. Doomsday didn't take itself seriously no. at all. It was just a let's just that's fuck just it. shit up. He took this too seriously. Yeah. The, oh, very much so. Yeah. That's the problem. Anyway, Mackie, I say I say Doomsday. we let this go. I say yeah. this is the way this conversation in short, ends. In short, Not with a bang, but the, with a whimper. This is the best anti-drug movie ever made. It just proves that when you're on drugs, uh-huh. you're pretentious as crap. Okay. So there you go. So in in closing on on this movie, just don't watch it. It's not even one I, star. No, yeah, it's no. like negative stars. Yeah, I, I I had a friend of mine who downloaded the podcast and refused to listen to episode one until he watched The Wicker Man, mm-hmm. and and he he shook his head at me about how bad it was, and I was like, this is why you need to listen first because we're uh-huh. we will warn you. Like yeah. I I will tell anybody go out and watch Ricky O as long as you can stomach the violence, mm-hmm. right? But don't watch Wicker Man. Don't watch Southland Tales unless you're a masochist like me. So. Or you're high. Or, yeah, you can I, really, I really bet, high. I bet it's pretty damn cool if you're high. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's, uh, it's just... 
Or, or uh, you might yeah. be able to. No. no, you'd pass out if you were drunk. No, let's just stop. Let's yeah. stop talking no, no, about this done. movie. We're done. We're, done. we're, done. we're cutting done. it off. We're taking a break. <laughs> Cut it off. Cut it off. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. 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 And we're back. Back at the Banff gas. All right. Good Woo. break. All right. Wait, break. Hell, of, hell of a break. Hell of a break. Good stuff. We got water now. Water. So. Water. I'm going to sip it loudly. Water. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you with a flaming passion, <laughs> Mackie. And I'm sure there ain't one of us here that say no. I got so water in a coffee water. cup right now. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, no. Delicious oh, no. and nutritious. Water. Water. Okay. Anyway, so let's let's move on to the uh, the topic of the week. El topico el de, I don't remember. <laughs> Apparently you're out. <laughs> I'm you out. run out of water. I'm out. That's all I needed. All right. All right. So 17, um, let's, uh, to recap, you know, in case you, uh, I don't know, randomly found us on the internet and said, fuck it, I'm skipping halfway through this shit. <laughs> you didn't want to hear any more yeah. about Southland Tales. Yeah, and, uh, so you made it to this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our topic of the week is movies that are generally loved and we just either really don't like or just don't get it. So, to kick us off this week, Beej! Well, once again, with my movie movie hates, I'm going to drive thousands of our listeners away. Um, the two... New, well, okay, I got actually, I got four. Um, Uh-oh. Wow. I just remembered on. another one. Um, we'll start with the, um, the two that I probably dislike most, that people seem to love most. And those are Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> Harlow is I, seething I, I right really, now. Yeah, he is seething. <laughs> let's, let's listen to that seething. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His face good. is actually turning red right now. <laughs> Batman Returns. Right? I, um, Batman Returns, okay. I, I really right. do not. I, I just don't like either of them. Um, I, I think they're really, with the exception of Heath Ledger's acting in, in The Dark Knight, they're, they're a couple of shit piles. Uh, there's some good stuff in them. But I just don't see why they are so well-liked. I just cannot get it. Because every time I watch them, I go, yeah, special effects are pretty. Yeah, okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've both got God in them. Mm-hmm. But they just don't Thank do God. anything for me. Morgan Freeman. Morgan oh, okay. Freeman. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Michael Caine, who I like. Who is a God. Right. I, I do not like Christian Bale whatsoever. Okay. I've decided this. I, I do not like... Anything that he does, for the most part, not the even only, American Psycho. The only exception is Equilibrium. Okay. So, I, are, I, there's a part of me that wants to argue with you, but there's also but that you know part I'm of me right. that knows that it will be to no use whatsoever. That's yeah. right, because you can't change. Just my like when mine comes up, there's no arguing with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll go ahead and pass the torch and and let somebody else talk, and maybe oh, really maybe Harlow can calm down a bit. Okay. Can I go next? Yeah, you can you go, may next. go next. You Harlow. love Tim Burton's Batman and. Batman Returns, don't you? Sure. Well, that's because one of my movies is Tim Burton's Big Fish. <laughs> okay. That movie is just generally loved. People that love it, either a lot of people have daddy issues, and I mean, <laughs> if there's anyone at this table I know who should have a daddy issue, it'd probably be me, and I don't get that damn movie. Okay. I don't get that movie at all. And I have nothing else to go with that. It's just, it's Tim Burton being Tim Burton 
for no reason to me. Is it a little too Tim Burton for you? No, I don't have a problem with over overly Tim Burton. Like I mm-hmm. mean, I I love Ed Wood. I mean, that's I mean, not even Ed Wood. When I think of Edward Scissorhands, okay. that's like yeah. super Tim Burton, and I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I don't understand Big Fish at all. I don't understand the attraction. It's okay. It's to me, it's just not even a good fairy tale, and that's what it's posed to be. And I got nothing. I, I, I like it. I don't love it. It's not something okay. that I'm going to jump over the table and punch you in the mm-hmm. face for. Yeah, no. We're, um, we're going to hold off on that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. So, whatever. Yeah. No, you just you made me trump my other choice. Moved it up a notch. I see. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, no. no just want to try to step <laughs> back. That's fine. So, yeah. You, so you it, go ahead. Is no. it my turn now? Oh, I sure. guess it's Mackie's turn. Mine will probably alienate everyone. Yeah. Princess Bride. I don't fucking get it. Okay. I don't get it. Told you. Hate cast. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not funny. It's not really... It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, inconceivable. That's that's really... Yeah, you killed my father. Yeah, that's funny. That's... Yeah. I don't get it. I Maybe it's because I saw it when I was in high school, and my girlfriend was like, OMG, it's the best movie ever. You gotta see it. And I was like, okay. Is she a filthy it. whore? <laughs> <laughs> no, to respond to that. <laughs> yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> no, um, but I mean, she loved the movie, and I did not. I guess I guess I saw it too late in my life to really be one that would go nuts over it, you know, and just because it just didn't do anything special for me. And I just just like you guys, I don't understand all the love it gets. Okay, because and I'm the only person I know that doesn't like that movie there's there's somebody else but um they're full of hate as well (laughs) well no he's he's buried in the nevada desert Um, (laughs) so there's there's that um i I, I would have to pull out a phrase of uh you know you can hate the player just don't hate the game like there's a you can have lots of reasons to not like rob reiner who made mm, the movie mm -hmm. but don't hate his game yeah i i think it's i don't know i've gotten I've read the book because mm-hmm. um, there's a book out there. If you didn't mm-hmm. know, yeah, those are um, things with words on them, right? Pages. Right. That's okay. the, the the paper. Fuck those things. Those take too long. The, dude. the pulp that's pressed together and then uh-huh. and then bound all together. And I stuff have heard of those. It. Okay, those are those are called oh, the books. internet. <laughs> no, 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 oh. no. Um, though I'm working on printing the internet out. Okay. It's, ah. It might be a while. Um, They're filled with less hate. I, I prefer to I prefer to read. <laughs> Reading but, is um, for nerds. Yeah. Nerd. Unless it's yeah. Mein Kampf, they're usually filled with less hate. Right. <laughs> right. Less hate than three guys around the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is the book better than the movie? No, the book is the book is almost like a counterpart to the movie, and it mm-hmm. it makes it more interesting because it's kind of it's kind of all a farce. Um, but I, I really enjoy the Princess Bride, and I'm I'm always stunned when someone says that they don't like it. And I'd like to find out why they don't like it. So this is kind of interesting. I, I, I guess it just didn't hit me the right way. I, I, I don't know what more to tell you. I mean, it wasn't like I hated it. It wasn't like I was like, fuck this movie, you know, like Southland Tales or right. anything. But it was, I was just like. You just like, don't get it. Yeah. I was just like, wow, okay. that's it, huh? All right. This is the movie everyone loves. And maybe that's part of it, too, was so it was, you know, billed to me. as oh, my You're, God, you're my a soldier, favorite. but you got no soul, is what you're saying, really. I must not have a soul. <laughs> yeah. It's just full of hate. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna There's go, no I'm, I'm, My soul. soul has been extracted and refilled. I'm going to guess that either A, you haven't seen it, or B, you didn't like it, and that would be Shrek. Never seen it. Okay. Never seen any of them. Okay. Okay. 
Well, and just, apparently I can't see them now because they're so full of pop culture references from like 2001. Not the first one. I mean, Disregard 2 and 3. The yeah. first one is a classic. Mm-hmm. Really? It's a really, really well but, done. Uh, well, I, I see, say ca- classic in the same way that I would say that about Princess Bride. Because the first one's pretty timeless, whereas the other ones, yeah, they, they jumped into that, like, let's do pop culture stuff. Yeah. Well, let's I think the thing about the Shrek, Shrek. Yeah. The, thing, the thing about Shrek when it came out also was that was before DreamWorks animation had really found their way. And they weren't, you know, it was Pixar would do I don't think they've still found their way. I think they've gotten progressively worse. Well, have you seen that one uh, cartoon on the internet where they have, like, Pixar movie plot meetings? And, you know, and they they go, like, oh, well, you know, he's a a fish who's been separated from his family and he wants to get back. You know, and, and, uh, oh, well, he's a toy who's afraid he's going to get replaced by the new toy. And and the DreamWorks animation pitch is, well, they all make goofy faces like this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're animals, and they talk, and they make goofy faces. And then they show, like, all the faces from the different DreamWorks movies, <laughs> and they're all, like, the same weird smirk on their face. Is it them that do the, the Madagascar stuff? Is it? Yeah. Yes. Like B-movie, and, uh, Madagascar, and, Ants. Ah, uh, Surf's Up. Did they do that one? I believe so. Yeah. But it, it was like, and, and, and when they started off, they were pretty much knockoffs of, uh, you know, I mean, Ants came out around the same time as Bugs Life. They came out right. before, but yeah, they, you know. But was, they, were, they were in production about yeah. the same time. But it's, I don't know. Owing to that, that movie phenomenon that we talked about, um, I don't know if we talked about it here, but the uh, simultaneous yeah. similar, mm-hmm. simultaneous similarity yeah, we complex. Mm-hmm. Knock-off movies. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, two mall cop movies in three months. Yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody just... hears somebody else's pitch yeah. and then says, we need to make Ooh, this. Let's do it. Or we they, don't want to pay that guy. They were shopping it around ours. to studios where they're like, eh. but But that was, you know, when Shrek came out, that was kind of the first one that really, where it's felt like, Apparently, you know, I haven't seen it, but according to everybody that's seen it, DreamWorks kind of found their way and found a story of their own to tell as opposed to just kind of being, well, we can make some money off animation because people right. like those Pixar things. Well, that's what they did with but, 2 and 3 was they just kind of bent that over really? and raped it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's moments in the I, – I, I'm trying to even remember if I've seen 3. I, if I did, is that the one with Puss in Boots? All I know no, he is, started in 2. All I know is I saw the trailer and they had Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song in it and I was okay. just offended. <laughs> All right. I was like, wait, Led Zeppelin won't license their music except to Shrek 3. Oh, How does that okay. work? I thought you meant the first one. Like I said, I, I disregard yeah. 2 and 3 from existing. Yeah. I mean, but no, two, I have not got, seen Shrek, yeah. which apparently is similar to Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it's that whole um, we understand it's a fairy tale and we're not afraid to make fun of the mm-hmm. staples of a fairy tale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inconceivable. So, yeah. See, there you go. I made a quote from Princess mm-hmm. Bride. Yeah. Now you have that. to see the movie. Thanks. Yes. I've already and seen you the have movie. To, you have to see it. No, you you haven't seen it yet because you don't love it. <laughs> right. I've you seen haven't it. seen it yet. See it again for the first time. Exactly. No. Perfect. You know, I almost ran out a couple of weeks ago when it came on Blu-ray and went ahead and bought that. To be Princess Bride? Hey. Oh, yeah. You know, I... Would it, Apparently, would it really I'm the only one. So. I don't know. That's, I mean, I'm, that's the, I'm the only one, so whatever. Yeah. It's fine. That's like uh, my brother bought uh, Bullet on Blu-ray. And I'm like, uh, yeah... I'm not going to do it. Good, good job. That really improved the grainy film. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for wasting time. You can my see time. the grain in 1080p. <laughs> right. That's high That grain is sharp grain. You could, could see those sharp cuts in, yeah. in sharp high definition. All right. So are, are we going around for another round, I guess? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go ahead and hit round two. Okay. Um, I don't know if these mean anything to you, but Bond films mean a lot to me. Um, they got me through some tough times, man. 
when I didn't have any other movies to watch. Um, but uh, Casino Royale and the follow-up, whatever the hell it's called, I haven't even... I refuse to see it. Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Worst movie title ever. Pretty um, much. But worse than Southland Tales? Yes, yes. <laughs> very much worse. Um, I refuse to see Quantum of Solace. I, I will not pay for it in any way, shape, or form. And since I do not download anything illegally, um, I won't do that how. either. I can loan you Bullshit. the Blu-ray. I, no, no. You sure? Can keep you don't that, have to pay for it. You can keep that. It's been paid for. <laughs> That's the problem I have with it. Really? That, that, so my, what, that much dislike for Casino Royale, huh? That's correct. Wow. Um, Why? It was so. It was a Jason Bourne movie. It wasn't a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Daniel Craig as James Bond. I think he does a shitty job of portraying the character. I don't think he has any potential to be a Bond. Well, okay. Well, then, but, then, then what's your opinion yeah. on people who are good at Bond? Yeah, who was who you, is your favorite Bond? My favorite right now is Pierce Brosnan. Um, it was for a while. Um, Even after Die Another Day. That's correct. Wow. Did I, you like I, Die Another Day? It wasn't up at the, up near the top. I mean, okay. still my favorite is Doctor No, but oh, yeah. um, Sean Connery was up at the top, and Roger Moore. They kind of revolved depending on which movies I've watched recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Roger Roger Moore, Sean Connery, and Pierce Brosnan, I think, are, have have done the best. Probably, probably Pierce Brosnan because he's still got that youthful youthful vigor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, Roger Moore was which, good. Yeah, was Roger too Moore old. was too right. old when and, he took it over, and Sean Connery was also kind of. Old acting, um, the mm-hmm. action, and th- the reason Pierce Brosnan I think is uh, is my favorite at least right now is because he he brings more to the action than either of the others. But again, that's with with cool. Casino Royale, it was a it was a a Jason Bourne movie, and I think that's what they're trying to do is capitalize on the on the on the popularity of the Bourne movies and the reboot the franchise thing is all a little played out. I, I just I was kind of sickened by the whole thing. Okay, it wasn't Bond movie enough for me. And that's funny because it's like my favorite one in years. That's because you're I a Nazi. To, no, I or have a to communist. agree with, with Harlow here on this. I one. mean, but sadly, you know, you don't what, like you know, reboots. You know what's really what sad <laughs> is my favorite Bond movie going back about ten years before is probably the least popular Pierce Brosnan one, which is World Is Not Enough. I like that one. And that's uh, because it's like... It's I'm, a not a, I'm not movie. a fan of that one. Well, that one just, like to me, is like completely over the top. It reminds me more... It, it like it went back to the Roger Moore days. Right. You mm-hmm. know, you had super villain, you know, I'd feel no pain, you know, because yeah. right. diamonds in my... Or no, not, that was someone that was, else. That was... That was Die Another Day. Yeah. Die Another Day. But yeah, I mean, I just... I don't know. That one just, like I said, you know, you had ditzy, bimbo-y girl, you mm-hmm. know. It just felt like a, a Roger Moore one, which mm-hmm. I think my favorite Bond movie overall is probably another strange choice, and that's Live and Let Die. Ah, Even though Sean Connery is by far my favorite Bond, I mean, right. you know, I just think that one's one of the better stories. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I, I, and I, even though I don't really, um, what's his name? Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Thank you. Um, license to Kill. Yeah, I was about to say George Lazenby. Not George Lazenby. <laughs> Terrible. God, the worst. But that movie, he had good. an ascot though. Oh yeah, that that's that's a big, big, big. <laughs> I do like I do like Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. It, it's, I like, it's long, but it's one of the better ones. I like I License to Kill. I really enjoy License to Kill, but I don't like I don't like Dalton. See, to me, that one didn't feel like a Bond movie. It felt more like a revenge movie. Yeah, that one that one was like straight up action movie. I was like, oh, I, I like halfway through, I was like, oh yeah, I'm watching a Bond movie. Yeah, I kind mm-hmm. of but forgot. it's it's still fun. Yeah, um, which is not what I experienced. I think that's with the first Casino one I actually Royale. ever saw in a theater. Yeah. yeah. But you, so you gravitate more towards the big spectacle, crazy ass stunts. 
type maybe, yeah, yeah. type bonds for the bonds. Yeah, I, I think that's really kind of what Bond is about is kind of over the top, every over the top sexuality, over the top mm-hmm. action, over the top gadgets, over the top villains. Uh, yeah, I don't so, know. For my money, the the foot chase in Casino Royale is like probably my favorite Bond. Oh, the action. parkour. Yeah, thing. the parkour running thing. Yeah. I loved it. So do you? It like was the, a great action sequence. Yeah. If it had not been billed as a Bond movie, I would have really, really enjoyed and, it. And so do a, you like the Bourne movies? Yes, yes, I do. You just want them to be separated. Yeah. Well, see, that's yeah. the funny thing is, like, I think they're mutually prior to, exclusive. Prior to yeah. um, Casino Royale actually coming out, um, I didn't like Layer Cake really. Well, you know, that was my only experience with Daniel Craig mm-hmm. before that. And I, you know, when they announced him, I was like, "Fuck that! That's not." I right. think Bond, everybody Bond. had that same. I was reaction. like, "I'm not buying him." He lo- I mean, he looks like you know, because he's got a rough face. You know, and Bond's right. always a pretty guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like part of his secret weapon is like he can turn. You know, like I hope this pretty guy's suddenly kicking ass. Right. And he, you know, Daniel Craig looks like someone who could kick your ass in a bar fight. Right. You know, <laughs> he looks rough. Looks like he's already been in a yeah. few bar fights. Yeah. And, exactly. uh, and, and, and I mean, Casino Royale started up, and I I don't know. I just totally bought into it. Now I was indifferent on Quantum of Solace. It was you know, kind of. It's weird. I it's, heard it was worse it's, than it's Casino strangely, Royale. It's so. strangely strangely directed, and they did some things in the direction that I thought were it, really the weird. editing is very yeah. choppy in it's, the action yeah. scenes and oh, it, it was More. distracting especially Ex- in the very beginning yeah it did have one killer ass shot in it though where they fall through a plate grass window and the camera like follows them down yeah nice. that, and that was badass there are some awesome shots yeah. in that movie <laughs> but, but there are also yeah. some that like the initial car chase in yeah. Quantum of Solace very is weird. very hard to follow gotcha. very weird and, and, and they play like slow classical music while it's happening and, like that's no happened sound. in Bond films yeah. before it's weird um, yeah well, they've I, and had that's, sound but yeah, that's one of those things that's like a modern, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of like a lot of action movies these days do that. Yeah, but, you mean, know, it's, it's the Paul Greengrass effect from, you yeah. know, Born Ultimatum. Yeah, I remember even like the Untouchables, you know, the yeah. baby carriage that they stole. Mm-hmm. In Battleship yeah, Pokemon. I mean, but... Yes, film knowledge. Yeah, it's the same thing like uh, <laughs> in, in Die Another Day, you know, back in the early 2000s, they had those zoom cuts where it would be like a regular shot and then all of a sudden they would speed it up real fast and like, you know, go over terrain or something and mm-hmm. zoom in and... I remember when die another day watching that in the theater and going, that shit's going to look really dated in a couple of years. <laughs> and it does. It looks like, but you know, all that early two thousand, like, you know, triple X, I think did that, you know, yeah. there was a lot of, you know, it seems like, but it seems like in, uh, the bond movies have always kind of had that. Cause you think back, um, like even in, uh, on her majesty's secret service, when he throws punches, they all of a sudden speed the camera up as he's go- about to connect with the guy. Right. So there's always been little weird editing things that have kind of followed the times mm-hmm. that the movies came in. And that was one of those things that yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that trend right now. Right. And that's, that's the one real complaint I have about Batman Begins is the fight scenes. I think the way they're filmed, you, they're too close, they're too choppy, yep. and you can't tell what's happening. That's one of the problems that I had with Transformers. Um, even though I, I liked the movie overall, um, I think everything was shot way, way, way too tight mm-hmm. in Transformers. So, yeah, I, well, and that's I Michael like Bay, that. cut, yeah. cut, 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 yeah. cut, cut. I personally like that about both those movies, but that's, that's my opinion. Right. I that's because be you suck. It's okay. okay. I mean, there are you people You try watching like a ninja but... fight and see how well you can see what's going on. Yeah, well, I prefer the Matrix style where you see oh, everything that's yes. happening yeah. in one long take. All yes. right, please spin around. Yes, three hundred. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna if you're gonna pay to choreograph the fight, show it to us. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna get a fight coordinator and you're gonna pay him to teach I want the your guys how to stuff fight, slowed down. I want to okay. see how they're fighting. Yeah, you tell me how that works out for you in a couple of years. How sick yeah. you are of that? <laughs> that's fine. All right, I, I enjoyed it. 
So Harlow, you uh-huh. got another one. Do for it. Us. I do. Piss Lay us it off. Us. And and the funny thing is, it's like this one. I I hold almost no opinion about other than the fact that I you know when I was trying to look for something up, this, I noticed how high this was on the IMDb top two fifty. Okay. Um, and I I never agree with the the fervor about this movie originally, and that's uh, Clint Eastwood's. Um, see, I even forgot about it. Un- <laughs> Rent un- Unforgiven. Oh, Unforgiven. Yeah. Unforgiven, yeah. Yeah. I mean that when that came out and um I don't even remember what year that that beat It out was with. 92. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying I don't remember what year that beat out something else for best picture, but I remember being very upset that it mm-hmm. did. Um because I didn't get it. I saw it in the theater at the time, probably too young to maybe appreciate it, so I went back a couple of years ago and said, "Hey, I've watched a lot more movies now. Well, I like it more and yeah, I don't get it. I still don't get it. I, I mean, I understand what the point of the movie. I just it's boring. <laughs> I me. haven't seen it. It's, so it's I, very boring yeah, to me. It's, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. But yeah, it's it's a bit slow. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is coming from someone I I consider that obviously well, the two best westerns ever made. For, I to me, for my money are both Sergio Leone movies, and that's Good and Bad and the Ugly, and yes. uh, How the West Was Won. Mm-hmm. And both of those are long, kind of slow, especially How the West Was Won. That's got a lot of slow yeah, moments in it. But um, Good, the I, Bad, and the Ugly is so fantastic. Yeah, they're both. They're both. I yeah. They're both when, awesome. I think Unforgiven works on the level of it's it's one of those meta things where you have to think of Clint Eastwood's career and all those movies early on. Yeah. I, and kind of think like that character you know, the character he plays yeah. in Unforgiven is those characters in I guess, you know, thirty years. I guess. Like I said, I just I don't get it. I mean yeah. <laughs> I, I you know nothing about it was overly exciting to me and it never didn't really redeem itself later in life that I watched it again. Okay. I don't. I don't yeah. hate it. I just don't understand why it's so loved by people that love those movies. Yeah. yeah well. Well, yeah. it also came at a time where there just weren't westerns coming out yeah. at yeah. all. I mean, really, in the early '90s, what did you have? You had that movie, and you had um, Tombstone, Tombstone, and, and Wyatt Earp. Yeah. And those were like and the Rob Roy. Wait, Rob, well, Rob, Rob Roy doesn't. It's, not, it's Roy? not really a western. Wait, no, no, no. no. I'm western. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I, it's an eastern. <laughs> yeah. Northern but Ireland. but I mean there really weren't. That's right. <laughs> I just remember, yeah, yeah. You know, in it, that it, in that it, time period, there just weren't westerns coming out, and I think mm-hmm. that's part of it. It was you know it was like filling a genre that people hadn't visited in a while. So I think that's also kind of what attributes a I little guess. bit of its popularity is because it was you know people that really love westerns were kind of starved for one. Yeah, I guess prior to that, what we had Young Guns. <laughs> you yeah, know, I mean, and, you know, which do we even want to count? You know, not really. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, fun in a stupid sense, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. You know, and, and it's still a genre that hasn't quite, you know, it's not, I mean, you think about like the fifties and the sixties. Oh, I know. Yeah. And there were Westerns it, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's a played out genre, really. Yeah. I mean. And now, I mean, the last really good one was 310 to Yuma. Yeah. And I can't even tell you a Western amazing. that's come out since then. Yeah. There was another one around that time. Um, there was, well, there was Appaloosa came out recently, but I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't but, seen that. I haven't seen it. But 310 to Yuma is fantastic. Yeah, movie. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> I like that one. I loved it a lot. That's about all I have to say about Unforgiven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Anything All else? right. I got another one. Uh, all right. Let's lay it on you. Another one that is going to... It's not a movie I hate. Okay. I just don't think it's all that funny. Okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. You're a heretic. You just destroyed me. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Seriously. And I don't know why. I just I've tried watching it three, four times now, and... I you know I enjoy quoting parts of it, but I just don't think it's that funny. It it is not as funny as it used to be, mm-hmm. 
just just now you're, now taking you're, now you're both wrong. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> if you just <laughs> hear take, me out, if you take just the movie, it's not as funny as it used to be to me. But okay. still, the experience of it and how much I liked it before mm-hmm. makes it still funny to me now. Yeah. Uh, so nostalgia plays a role in it. It does play a big role in it for me. I, maybe it's I the, love maybe the movie. It's the fact that, Don't get me that wrong. It's become okay, okay. so quoted it. these days. Also, I think that's attributed a little bit yeah, to it. I, yeah. It has diluted a little I, bit. Yeah, over I, I, I use cross the street very sparingly because that's the most overquoted right. thing ever. So my yeah, favorite. No, is, I, of I do. I do like this man has no penis. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> that is a good line. Yeah, I mean, I throw but, up random things like that's yeah. a big Twinkie. Yeah, yeah. But for all the funny people in that movie, I just don't think it comes. It's. It doesn't play as that funny to me. We'll see. All right. Here, here's my thing about yeah. here's my thing about Ghostbusters is yeah, I think laughs wise you might get something more out of say Stripes, same mm-hmm. you know basic people mm-hmm. behind it, man minus Dan Aykroyd. Um, but yeah, I mean it's not a, like Ghostbusters is like almost a perfectly written movie. I mean you know it can be funny at times, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it's it's like. To me, it goes up on like good, well-written screenplays too. Mm-hmm. You know, along yeah, the, with the pacing in that movie yeah, is really it's, good. it's really good pacing. Did, it's and that's the thing I, I enjoy. Write that. Yeah. Well, yes. I, no, I think I think Bill Murray and him might have wrote it. Okay, uh, you know, no, no, it was Dan Aykroyd. Is it? I don't okay. I don't think Bill Murray wrote it. Okay, but oh, I could be wrong. I believe it was Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. We'll solve this. I mean, I I like the movie. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I just I I almost it doesn't work for as a comedy for me, and. You know, it's okay. one of those things you can't convince people that something's funny. Much like with uh, much like with I the first that. the first scary movie. You know, I, I I've said this before. I don't like it at all. I laughed once, and that's when the black TV crew in the very beginning shows up and they go, "Bunch of white people getting killed. We get the fuck out of here!" And they throw all the stuff <laughs> in the van and leave. That was that part cracked me up. Every other joke in that movie I predicted before it happened. Okay, and you know, humor is all about surprising people and. As soon as your jokes become predictable, right? That's when you're downhill. Just like all the movies that have followed Scary Movie, right? You know, by those two hacks. I um, I checked out for it and just tried to tried to ride the snake. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed I enjoyed it once. I probably don't ever need to see it again. Yeah, those are not movies that need to be rewatched ever. No. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you're out there and listening, don't watch Meet the Spartans, please, God. Yeah, yeah we've don't we, watch. We've done that. We've already covered we've, that. We've ground. been there. Don't do any. Of that. <sighs> Yeah, all right. uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, to me, like you know, Stripes, Caddyshack, all those very mm-hmm. funny, not as solid, solidly written as Ghostbusters. And that's mm-hmm. why I say I, that's probably why I hold it a little higher on that list. Yeah, because I think it's you know, I think if you were teaching a, a let's write a comedy, you know, screenplay type of class, that'd be that'd be a good one. And sadly, so would uh, Groundhog Day too. I mean, I think yeah. you take those two scripts. Uh, Groundhog just, Day is yeah, a, great. I, I great love scripts. love that movie. So it, I guess everything I guess works so well in Groundhog Day. Yeah, I I don't hate it, but yeah, big big huge drop from Ghostbusters to Ghostbusters Two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess you're probably not super excited that they've announced Ghostbusters Three. I they did I actually am. I I had heard that that video game that they're working on is no, no, kind of no, they're no, treating no. it like a sequel. No, no, that's uh, they're no, they're actually working on it. They're scripting it right now. Let's hope this doesn't end up like Indy Four. I know. Well, yeah. Well, it, the the people involved aren't haven't gone completely off the deep end. I don't know. Have you seen the Dan Aykroyd Crystal Skulls vodka ads? <laughs> Crystal Skulls. Yeah. That's like okay. 
Honestly, look it up. Crystal Skull Vodka. All right. It's, All right. no, it's crazy. I know there's a like a Crystal and, Skull Vodka out there, but... Yeah, like he endorses it, and there, you just go on YouTube and look up Crystal Skull Vodka. Right. Dan Aykroyd. Maybe he's having fun with it. He's a comedian, after all. Like, I honestly... He I used co- to be. I couldn't figure out if <laughs> yeah. he was being serious or not. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. It's just weird. And then I thought it was some kind of tie-in, maybe for, you know, like Ghostbusters 3 or something, but... Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't really find Dan Aykroyd that funny. I mean, he has his moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's why Ghostbusters worked for him, because he... It's not the funny one, really. Right. I mean, he's kind of yeah, the. They let Bill Murray. Yeah, he out. plays a funny character. Yeah. The well, things his character you know, does you, are, you've got, are you've funny. got Bill Murray, who's obviously the jokester. You've got Harold Ramis, who is this, the the nerdy scientist who comes off funny because he's so straight. And Dan Aykroyd's like right in the middle. Right. You know, mm-hmm. he's just kind of like looking at everything he with a youthful kind of exuberance. You know, reacts. That, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. And then um, Zettimore, Winston Zettimore, who's yeah. I can't Ernie remember. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Thank you. Yeah. The warden. Right. From Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rick Moranis is there. Rick, yep. Yeah, wonderful job. Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. Who sleeps above the covers. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So do so, we have any more, who uh, does that? any more movies to alienate our fan base um, with? It just, just pretend we're talking about your, your favorite movie when I say the following words. I really just don't get it. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't like it. There, I'm done alienating everyone. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. You're an asshole. I hate I, I you, hear BJ. that. I hear that so much. So much. So that's really no more. I thought you had others, or did you knock that out? No, I knocked no, it out. Had, I had. I had knocked out four movies. Okay. I had two pair. Okay. Yeah, you had two pairs. All right, two pair. That beats. Uh, does not beat a full house. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. doesn't even beat three of a kind. No. Nope. No. But it beats. Yeah, beats, beats a pair. Yeah, beats, <laughs> beats two beats singles. <laughs> it beats high card. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches. All right. All right. Okay. So, have we uh, picked anything for next week yet? Um, movie wise yeah. or topic? Uh, topic wise is still up for grabs. Yeah. I, I think movie wise, um, we're back to lower budget, not well as known as well known. I think we're going to go with robot jocks. We are going to go awesome. Yeah, robot. Jocks. I really, I really wanted to make the movie uh, Fortress. By the same director, which we may visit someday, but but we, that's a prison. It's movie. a prison movie, and it's a little too close to to Riccio territory yeah. um, for us to tackle right now. So we're gonna go with Robot Jocks. All awesome. right, haven't seen it. Don't know anything about it. I'm I have not seen it in about yeah seventeen years. Yeah, I want to say pretty much whenever it first came out on video, I said yep, giant that's... robots fighting. I'm down. Let's go for it. Yeah, sounds good. With to people me. inside the robots, you know that that's what makes it better. Jocks, if you will. Ah, <laughs> robot I, jocks. I, I yeah. see. I but see. it's spelled they... J-O-X. Yeah, because it's extreme early 90s. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. I think that's what we're going to go ahead and do. Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Um, you know, you can find us at bmfcast.com. We're on the Twitters. At bmfcast. Yeah, very clever. Um, mm-hmm. I am Harlow. That's H-A-R-L-O at bmfcast.com. I am Mackie, M-A-K-I, at bmfcast.com. And I am BJ at bmfcast.com. That's B J. I'm glad you spelled that out first. <laughs> yeah, and of course you can you can you can send any one of us questions, um, or you can send them directly to you know just bmf at bmfcast.com. Um, make sure to send Mackie pictures of cats. <laughs> I heard I heard you got some pictures. I, I don't know yet. I I try not to check. One my of email. my friends threatened to send them to me, and I was said you were the one who requested them, so you deserve them. I will make sure to forward them on to Mackie if you send them to I me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, please send us pictures of pussy. That we appreciate that. There goes. Our, there's our explicit rating. Be careful right there. when you request that. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, this uh, episode five of the Bandcast. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. In his, his... I just stunned him into silence yeah. there. All right. So uh, I'm just saying, you don't want to think about what you might get. Uh, yeah. Okay. Signing off in the most uncomfortable man- manner possible. This is the Bamcast. See ya. Bye. I don't have music queued up, so we're just going to end it. Wee. <laughs> this is anticlimactic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, want, you want me? Because <laughs> I'm probably going to put sexy back in there. So. <laughs> Damn you, JT. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we just got our outro. Take it to the bridge. <laughs> uh, we're out. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Outtakes. Take it to the bridge. Stuff. This is stuff for the outtakes on the Bathcast. I could take a bicycle up on the car. Yeah. 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 Take him to the bridge. Take him to the bridge. What? I'm a pimp. I'm a pimp. I'm bringing sexy pimp. back. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy back. You ain't yeah. got a receipt, motherfucker. We can give you store yeah. credit. I want a gift card. Take it to the bridge. That's a CD. We can't take them back. Yeah. We're going to charge our restocking fee. Fifteen percent. Yeah. Take it to the bridge. Get your sexy on. Okay, that's that's enough.